1: Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Networks, talking wrestling, talking wrestling, and I'm your host Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today on the show, the podcast, you know, the show. Before we get to the show, though, you know what you got to do? You got to hit us up on all those social media outlets. So on the Twitter, go on there at T N W Pod, give us a follow. If you're on Spotify, put us on a list. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Whatever's going on at Spotify, make that happen for us over there at Talking Wrestling. While you're at it, go to uh, Casey Corbin. Give him a follow. Maybe listen to one of his albums because he's pretty good, as I understand. And hey, if you're on Facebook, Talking Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, also, if you were on um, Instagram, Talking Wrestling Podcast on the Instagram. Go there. We'll have all of our uh, 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 who's on the show and everything there is uh, there for you to see. Um, also, if you want to send us a Gmail, tell us what you think of the show, tell us what your ideas are, for, give us some ideas for the show, want to do anything about the show, let us know at gmail. Talking wrestling at gmail.com. And remember, it's not talking wrestling, it's talking wrestling, like Hulk Hogan's rockin' wrestling. So it's T A L K apostrophe N. W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. and wrestling. So, with that said, uh, if you're on iTunes, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, give us a favorable rating or five-star rating and a favorable review. And we'll send you a postcard of a 1983 wrestler that you may like or may not like. You may want Jerry Lawler to come to you. He might if he's still available. How about Greg Valentine? I always say this, the perfect Valentine's Days card is Greg Valentine himself. So, let's get on it. Let's get these sent out to you people. And uh, that would be sweet. So, with that said, how are you guys doing? Are you guys maintaining? Are you staying safe? Are you staying home? Are you out protesting? Are you out there protesting? You're, you, 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 because you should be allowed to go to a gym? So, you're working out on the street, showing them that you don't need a gym? Is that what's going on? What are you doing? What have you been doing during the quarantine? Are you behaving? Are you complying? Are you afraid of the COVID? What's going on? What are your quarantine dreams? Get out here one day and sometime, some way, you get out and be sunshine and lollipops. I don't know, but uh, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been uh, just chilling out, watching a lot of wrestling. And uh, today on the show, I have a guest who's been doing the same. He's been watching a lot of wrestling. He's one of my best friends. And uh, it's a pleasure to have him on the show. He's been on the show twice before. This is his third time on the show. So please welcome back once again to the show on the phone in L.A. right now. We're going to go to him right now as we don't want to keep him waiting. From the We Watch Wrestling podcast and from YouTube's Monday Night Beers podcast, it's Vince Averill, and he's on the show right now. My buddy Vince, how are you? Let's get to Vince, and let's get to the interview, and I hope you guys enjoy the show today, and uh, thanks for joining us on the show, the pod, the TNW machine, and uh, thanks for being here. Here's the interview with Vince. With me at this time in studio, not in studio, he's on the phone over six feet away in another country in beautiful LA, my good friend. Oh my God! He's here right now on Talking Wrestling from the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Vince Averill is in his house. How you doing, Vince? How you doing, man?
0: Yeah. Oh, Corbini! It is always a pleasure to be on Talking Wrestling, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend.
1: I am happy to talk to you. Of course, uh, we, you know, uh, we we're, we're locked in. We're locked down uh the the covid is going on uh it it's uh it's affecting our lives it took a wrestlemania right out of our hands uh, uh. not only that like uh last week and like i'm my phone is still hooked up to regular life it doesn't know so like this week it's like hey you gotta go to kingston tonight and i'm like no i don't right. or last week last wednesday was like hey bud it's uh War of the Worlds, New Japan, and Ring of Honor tonight. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, motherfucker. Whoa. So, yeah, missing a lot of wrestling and watching the wrestling that we're having is, uh, you know, it's getting used to that wrestling as well as missing a lot of wrestling as well as watching a lot of wrestling. So that's uh, what it's been for me so far. How's it been for you?
0: Yeah, I... um i I feel like I've a lot of people but but i've I've struggled with the empty arena stuff, you know, some of it's good and some of it's impossible for me. Um, but the beauty is there's so much other wrestling uh, to watch you know on on YouTube or on the network itself or wherever you you get you know your stuff for many years so i I haven't had a lack of wrestling to watch but but the stuff that's new has sort of been hit or miss for me.
1: They're on YouTube somebody's been posting these Hogan videos so last night I watched a 19 minute match with Hogan against uh, the mass superstar and uh, it's great okay. to watch Barry Darso like work when he was actually capable like not like uh, in the last of the demolition years you know like he was actually like he could really move and it was a good match and then uh, and, and Hogan's still wearing the American made t-shirt so it's like this is all within the first couple of months that he's back in WWE, so and somebody right. keeps putting these videos up, so I'm I'm going to keep watching and uh, yeah. and I'm enjoying it. But uh, you know, um, the the empty arena thing doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, it sucks the way it's going on. But it just what bothers me is AEW does it so much better than WWE. That's what bothers yeah. me. And it's just like, and my roommate's like, why can't WWE just do what AEW is doing? I'm like, because they don't want to be the copycat, you know. They want right. to be, you know, they'd rather have, you know, uh, an ambiance rather than noise. So you know, they, and and uh, you know, it's and it is what it is. But I just think AEW by writing the people like having them out in the in ringside, it, it does help the match and it does help yeah. everything. Um, and I wish the WWE would incorporate it, but maybe over time they can, but right now yeah. I just it, you know, it, it just doesn't look
0: good if they do. So Right, it would just look like a it would look like a straight bite if they just one week started doing what the other guys doing, you know.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, like why not like have a lumberjack match and let and and then have and let them have a really good match. Where the audience, where they're reacting to it, like, maybe do that and then say, like, you know, then make a decision on we're going to leave wrestlers out here and, you know, like, don't do the exact same thing. But there's got to be some way because it's just better for the product. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. But, but the, but the, the, like, I love when they film the things now, like. I really, I, like, I enjoyed the Money in the Bank matches. There are things I would have done differently with them. Yeah. Um, I would have done them separate because uh, it was a bit of a clusterfuck, like, with everything going on at once. Um, right. But I just, but I did enjoy uh, the Money in the Bank matches, the way they were filmed. Like, it was like, uh, I think you guys mentioned it was like a single-shooter video game where, you know, you just follow. You just follow this, and there's danger at every corner or whatever. Like, but there's one part where, like, where Baron Corbin threw a barbell into the neon, and yeah. uh, smashed it. And like, I swear that's a scene from fucking No Holds Barred.
0: Right. Doesn't yeah. doesn't
1: Hogan or Zeus <laughs> throw a barbell a into the neon yeah. and it sparkles? I think and, it's Zeus. Or he sees Zeus in the mirror, so he throws it at him. And it smashes, and 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 Hogan's there because I I, I walk, like I was like this is no holds barred this is right out in no the hole because they were doing little goose eggs like that, you know I found, yeah. and uh, I thought Oscar was so fucking entertaining throughout the whole thing, and yeah yeah it's,
0: it's funny to me that uh, Matt Hardy, he sort of unknowingly laid down the the template for. The best kind of match you could have when you don't have a crowd, you know, when he was doing the, um, all those early deletion matches in CNA, yes. because, you know, the, the last drive match was the highlight of Mania.
1: It was um, totally like a Hardy ripoff, though, but it was like, I think it was a cross between Hardy or uh, something on the Hardy compound and as yeah. well as um, something at a roadhouse.
0: But I just mean like the idea that. Same thing with Money in the Bank, that you can just pre film wrestlers in a different environment. And and it can, it, not only can it work, but it can actually be like especially good in, oh, in its own way.
1: You know? 100%. And I think that's where also I think AEW is going to excel because I think they're going to really go with Matt Hardy and give him the push that he was deserving of uh, four years ago and right. you know they're gonna have the house of hardy compound and they're gonna do matches from there um yeah. he was talking about all well, this on jericho so it sounds yeah. right and we you
0: know we were talking about this um uh, on our show but you know i have i have a lot of faith in aew putting on this pay-per-view just because of what they've done so far um and they know you know they know what the stakes are for them and so like they're gonna do everything they can to put on a, a really cool pay-per-view, even though there won't be a crowd there. And coupled with that, you've got uh, Moxley and Harper in in a spot they never would have been in WWE. But it's like you can't help but be stoked for that, because I mean, those guys are fucking. Yeah. Top notch. And now you get to see them in like a, a championship program, you know.
1: I really think they've been uh smart and selective in uh, into who they take from WWE when they let like, when they get let go. And uh right. with the with the exception of uh Perfect Ten, they're not doing anything with him. It's like yeah. he he's like he his best days were still in NXT. Um right. you know, but but I so like you know, I Heath Slater. They said no to Heath Slater, um, but you know they're going to probably they're probably going to take the revival because everybody wants that Young Bucks revival match, including sure. well, well, well. Maybe they're not even going to take them now because the the Bucks are banged up, so they probably have to wait a little bit. So
0: yeah, well, I would think right now, given the state of the world, they probably aren't signing a ton of people. But I think I also think. As good as Harper is, he lucked out in the timing of his release, that he was in front of yes. all these other people getting released, you know?
1: Yeah, he yes, definitely. And the same with the revival. Like, where the revival, their release, well, they can do anything right now, apparently. They don't have a uh, a whole delay or okay. anything like that. I, I don't know why not, but mostly everybody has a delay of how many days before they can you know, right. go work elsewhere. But, um, you know, everybody thinking that WWE is just going to swallow – I mean, AEW is going to swallow up these guys. It's like I see them taking Zack Ryder because it's Cody's best bud and probably yeah. Ryder's buddy, uh, Hawkins. But aside from that, I don't think they're going to take or touch too many people, the Revival right. and maybe another tag team because let's face it, AEW does tag team wrestling way better than the WWE. Like, they actually, well, that's what you have when you have the Bucks running the division. So, you know, they want to make the tag team wrestling a thing, so.
0: It does seem like Gallows and Anderson are going back to Japan just based on their social media. I, I, thought, they, I
1: thought they already signed. I heard they, already, they were already signed over there.
0: Well, they probably did, but, but like I saw, you know, uh, Anderson just the last couple of days was like, in September of whatever year, we had a choice and we, made the, we obviously made the wrong decision. But in 63 days, we will talk about it all, and we will, you know, say what's up. So they can probably they can be signed within their no compete, but they must be waiting to say anything or something.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's got to they got they can't say anything on their own. They got to go on somebody else's podcast to give this the, the scoop. They can't do it on their own.
0: You know? <laughs> oh no! I mean, I think they're going to do it on their own. They've, been, they? pushing their, they've been pushing their talking shop like. Really hard, yeah. Well, maybe uh, get some and, proper um, recording
1: equipment and right uh, exactly and Listen make it sound decent. Like, it's horrible.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, if I can do it, if 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 I can do it and you can do it, they can do it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's not too hard. It's and it's you don't even need a lot of technology. Like, I'm at the minimum, I've got a couple mics and a zoom, and that's it. So, yeah, yeah. and it works, um, and it works well. What did you think of uh, the money in the bank besides the match? Well, how about Becky Lynch is pregnant, and so (laughs) I guess we now know Seth Rollins is completely done with Shield.
0: Well, also, did you see someone posted a a picture of Finn Balor with his arm in a sling and said, "Uh, Becky Lynch isn't the first Irish man to have the belt uh, have to – give up the belt because of all, all
1: round. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> that's so um, funny that's great uh yeah, i thought
0: yeah, yeah. i like money in the bank okay um i thought i actually thought the cesaro and hardy match on on the kickoff was the best match yeah my favorite match at least and then um our truth is is always great i was genuinely looking forward to him in mvp um, but he still he still got it done, and then um, you know Drew and, Drew and Rollins had a good match. Um, it was fine, yeah.
1: Who do you think was Doink? Because that wasn't really Doink. Matt Bourne's not around these days, and it's not <laughs> right. Steve Lombardi. So who who uh, who is um, the Doink?
0: It's prob it was probably because you know you think about like brother love is there because Pritchard has to be there. Yeah, Heyman's there because he has to be there. McMahon's like there because he lives there. Um, it's so it, it had to have been, you know, somebody else who still who still works there, uh, who didn't get furloughed, like yeah. one of the agents or something. I would guess, you know.
1: It's incredible. Like as soon as you walked in, you saw Paul and You are like, oh no, there is going to be a huge <laughs> food fight. You know, and Daniel Bryan's participating, and people are throwing meat around like it's not going to affect him yeah. at all. So. <laughs> You know, right. if Bri- like if Brian if Daniel Bryan got slapped with some salami, he is not gonna take oh. kindly to that.
0: No. No, don't he doesn't want to get ribbed like that. No no slur. He doesn't want ribs at all? <laughs> tofu. So Did uh you mentioned Barry Darsa earlier. Did have you seen the Road Warriors Dark Side that was on last night?
1: Yes, I did. Did you see it?
0: I did. Um, what did you think it, i enjoyed it and i'm 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 like the one guy our age who wasn't like a gigantic road warrior person yeah um but it was it was good and it, but it's just funny to me the way it's like at least in, in that it made it seem like they were contemporaries with demolition and that demolition wasn't just a complete Ugh. attempt by mcMahon to create a road warriors tag team there was know?
1: a bunch of stuff i was to be honest
0: i wasn't happy with
1: it I wasn't happy with it. I was so psyched about it. I was so stoked because I love. I don't like the Legion of Doom. I don't like the WWE era of the Road Warriors because they want the Road Warriors. They, you know, and uh, and so so anyway, um, I you know uh, there were things that they you know if they're gonna do their career do their career, but at the same time. You know, dig deep, and you know, like I knew they were gonna show those great American Vash videos where where Hawk's doing all the blow and everything like that. Uh, yeah. That's the that's what that's the most incriminating evidence that's out there about them. But I thought they right. were gonna talk about, you know, like okay, for like at the start, I'm like, why aren't they mentioning Montreal? Because my first experience with the Road Warriors was seeing them in the Rougeau territory in Montreal, yeah. like before AWA. And, uh, so they, and they didn't even (laughs) wear shoulder pads. They just fucking came into Iron Man, slid under the ring and just beat the hell out of two people. And there the matches weren't like, it was just crazy. And, you know, and then I always enjoyed their career because despite their no selling and the way they wrestled, they could actually have good matches with good tag teams. Like, you know, like whether it be the midnight express or whether it be um, the Brain Busters, uh, like Shytown uh, Heat, I think it was uh, the uh, Starcade or maybe Great American. No, Starcade it was in Chicago, maybe 86 or 87. Uh, Ronnie Garvin was in the cage with Flair in the main event, but Tully yeah. and Iron were against the Road Warriors. It was in Chicago, and Tully and Iron won, uh, I think, but. I remember watching that Road Warriors uh Horseman match over and over. like I would read the tape two weeks in a row and watch that yeah. match over and over and over cuz it was one of my favorite matches. They they like their their feud like so their feuds against like the like I thought it was going to talk about the violence that they did in the ring like when they fucking spiked out Dusty Rhodes' eye or cuz a lot of times they talk about you know what they're, what's going on, in the, the stuff that's going on in their career, so like, or where they turned on Sting and they fucked him up or, or you know what I mean, like, yeah. just like, but, you know, like, for yeah. example, having the Godfather tell the story of uh, the Road Warriors the night they put Vince in the Doomsday device, yeah, and then don't tell him, and then Vince took it. Yeah, he took it, but they caught him, and they rested him down, <laughs> and they because the thing is the rest of the story is Anvil and Brett are like we would have done it you know and (laughs) we know the story you're not you know like we know that story and you're not even completing it so uh, I'm like well that's you know what else is wrong that's sort
0: of it's, it's interesting because you know after watching that one it's like well now they can just do episodes about anybody who had a drug problem in wrestling so they've got untold amounts of stories to tell because that's all it seemed like it was about. And, um, the other thing about dark side, which I, I let like show, but this season, there has been more of that, like, like in the snooker one where they, uh, you know, they take the, <coughs> the Tongans word that he was in the car with them and go to the police officer and say it to the guy. And he has no clue. they're They're going to say something like that. And then you can very easily check and see that there was no way he was in the car with them because he wasn't booked that night. He wasn't, you know, like they just don't, they didn't do the extra checking before they just were, you know, put yeah. something in the show that was easily checkable or the, yeah, those little things where you're like, what? Well, well, that's not exactly what happened or there's a little more to it or whatever. I know you're trying to tell your story, but it's like last season to me, at least it felt like it was more on the money, but. It's still entertaining, but you just want you want a little more from it. I feel
1: like. Well, you know, they like, they really came out really strongly with the double Benoit episode, which was fully and beautifully covered, I thought. Right. And then yes. you know, the Doctor D David Schultz one was pretty good, but you know, yeah. like you know, I had to ask a listener of this show and a listener of your show and buddy of the of, of Tom Sibley, uh, John Brenner, I had to ask him a question: uh, who was tougher? Whether it be Doctor D David Schultz, or whether it be Dave the Hammer Schultz, from the legendary Broad Street Bullies Philadelphia Flyers, like yeah. who would win in a fight? <laughs> Dave the Hammer Schultz, his nickname is the Hammer. He's a hockey player. It's not because he's good at scoring goals. He's
0: good well. At... So, you're not you're not gonna pull you're not gonna pull Doctor D's shirt over his head. He's well, be either skin tight or ain't gonna be
1: on. I'd like to see the fight. That's what I'm just saying. I'd like <laughs> to see that fight. Uh, you know and um. But I just, you know, I watched this and I'm like, there are things that they're like. I thought, I thought they would talk about. They finally come up to the WWE, and then they have to play second fiddle to fucking, like they said, they spawned imitations, and then they showed uh, the disciples of Apocalypse. No, they yeah. showed the, it was that. What what was the last the Ascension? They show the Ascension. They show the Warlord and Barbarian. They don't yeah. show Demolition. I'm like, how right. like, Demolition is the number one Road Warrior knockoff of all time, and it bothers me Whoa. that when the Road Warriors came up, they had to play a second fiddle to them.
0: Right, because well, when they did show them, and when Barry Darstow's talking and stuff, uh, although Barry, you know, I thought Barry did a good job, but just the way that they were showing that team, the couple quick clips they did, it was almost like they were just contemporaries, you know, like that. One yeah. had not completely resulted in
1: the other, either. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just like, well, because the thing is, is they were contemporaries as they all, like, they all worked at the same fucking bar. But, right. you know, like, within the, but, with, you know, and Khrushchev had been wrestling with them since he was, well, I mean, Barry Darsow since he was Crusher Khrushchev. Um, right. I remember when I realized uh, Smash was Crusher Khrushchev, because of the eagle tattoo that he always kept covered on his arm with his uh, elbow pads, and yeah, but you, so but at one time I like I put them side by side in my magazines, and I was like, that, that, <laughs> I swear that's fucking him, you know. So it was like <laughs> when when I found out when I realized the blue blazer was Owen Hart by the uh, by his mullet, and I was like looking yeah. at pictures, and I was trying to figure it out, and I'm like, you know, and like. I knew the Blue Blazer was Owen Hart right from the get-go. It wasn't mm-hmm. – and I knew Crusher Khrushchev was uh, smash. But it's just uh, it's just so funny that they, they didn't talk about that, and they didn't even go and talk about Jocko, you know, or Rocco, whatever, Rocco, Jocko. Right. They didn't even talk about uh, that. And I was like, come on. Well,
0: that, that's, a, that's a mark on the – that, that is the dark side of that tag team.
1: Well, just the whole idea, like, I watched that promo – all over again where they're in the mean streets of New York. And they're like, remember when you, and uh, Paul Ellery is like, remember when you guys had your wrestling buddies, your macho man's, your pillows. He's like, well, this was my pillow, you know? And he was like, this was my <laughs> wrestling buddy. And they're like trying to pass over the, the, the Rocco Jocko character. Like it was like the worst thing ever. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like McMahon to do that. Like how, can you take the most badass tag team of all time and then just totally water it down like so you can sell plastic shoulder pads and fucking puppets you know like they right. told like the wwe ruined the road warriors as far as i'm concerned and everything that they ever did that's what my what my documentary would be how the fucking wwe ruined the greatest tag team ever you know
0: my, my documentary would be Casey Corbin wrestling flu. And you're, you've got like all these wrestling magazine photos on the wall of your room, and you've got little pin dots, and you're going, you know. <laughs> yarn,
1: yarn is you're, everywhere.
0: Yeah. 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 You're closing in on it. I've
1: got so much yarn. My nickname is Yarn Anderson. <laughs> so. I know it's crusher. <laughs> so, so I've been watching YouTube videos. One of those videos is about how. Um, the road warriors wouldn't job to the fabulous ones they they said they would not they would not lose they did not want a job to the fabulous ones who is uh, steve Caron and uh, yeah. and stan lane but i'm like it makes sense you can't have bouncers lose to the chippendales they're right. there to keep the fucking chippendales safe you know if, if a chippendale gets something if a, if, a, if someone attacked the chippendale at a Chippendale show, do <laughs> you think the Chippendales are stepping up or do you think the bouncers are going to fucking come in?
0: I'm just saying. I love, but have you ever watched the Steve Kern shoot, shoot interview?
1: No, no, was I haven't. Our, I
0: think it was RF. Oh, it's, it is. it is. I feel like it's one of the most underrated. It's such a great, uh, but the story that he tells in there about that happening and then them having to go back out to do a battle royal yeah and that all the like all the fucking vets are going like leave the fabs alone like like <laughs> in the ring like just being like leave the fabs alone <laughs> and like separating them and stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah oh my god because like steve karen is no pushover you know he's a tough yeah. guy and stan lane For sure. stan lane look at Long before Sweet Chin Music, Stan Lane was kicking people in the face like Shawn Michaels long before, you know, like I know Chris Adams invented the super kick, but it was just a crescent kick, and Stan Lane did it better than no one as far as I'm concerned back then. So, you know, that's one of the things too is like what always bothered me about Shawn Michaels is you can't just take a kick and make it your finisher. It's a kick. Yeah, Yeah, Kicking and punching are basic skills you know you it's like taking it's like when they take a punch as a finisher I'm like come on everybody punches and everybody kicks don't get man don't get po- t- possession over a type of kick or whatever it's ridiculous but um right so I was a little upset about the road warrior thing I thought it would be I just thought it would be better I expected more um you know and there was no mention of who was the he- the German guy that was was it Heinrich or who was the other road warrior? <coughs> Do you know? Hello. Hold on, we might have lost Vince here. We're gonna try to get him back here. I'm just gonna text him, and hopefully we get him back. Hello? Because he is not here. These are the problems and uh, of of sometimes of technology uh but uh here we go i'm just going to call him back right now and we're going to get him back on the line calling vince averill in beautiful los angeles california and here we go he's uh just waiting here we go there's a phone call hello you went away Oh, sorry about that. I didn't know if it was me or what happened there, but the phone just sort of gave up there. But it's we're back, so apologize. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe the big brother was listening in and did not like the conversation. You know, I was maybe I
0: was, maybe it was Paul Ellering.
1: I was being pretty critical, no. and I do like to wear a kimono, just like Ellering does. So I'll tell you that. Um, but to
0: your point, though, uh, I feel like you know, even if Steve Kern is the, the fucking toughest shooter in the locker room the gimmick was not and so yeah to your point like maybe the road warriors don't need to lose to the fabs you know
1: well it's just the look of the fabs like they were they were chippendales and it just doesn't make sense they they they, the pretty good looking boys are gonna beat the road warriors it just you know uh Yeah. yeah especially when they steamroll over everyone So, you know, but it it, is interesting that they got to a place where they could have good matches with people. I thought it was funny, too, where they said they got there and Vince was like, well, Kerry Von Eric was there. We're like, yeah, but nobody was calling him the modern-day warrior, although that's what it was. And then they had the ultimate warrior, the modern-day warrior, because this is what I always thought, like, my favorite Survivor Series team ever was the modern-day warrior, the ultimate warrior, and the road warriors. And they went against right. Perfect's team. And uh, those, like, I thought, wow, this is all four Warriors together. And this is, like, the best yeah. thing ever. So, well,
0: know. I think it's, I think we both know it's more that Vince McMahon wanted to own the name. Yeah. And so if he changed the name, he owns the name. But to that point, and I texted this to Maddie last night, I don't think Paul Ellering knows the difference between He Man and Super Friends. Because he's going hawks, always watching He Man, and then he then he goes. Meanwhile, back at the Legion of Doom, yeah, and it's like Legion of Doom. That, that's not He Man. That's the fucking super friends.
1: Yeah, it's castle. Meanwhile, back at Castle Grayskull. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Paul Elmerine doesn't know the difference. You're right. He doesn't. So that's uh, that's awesome that they made him look like an idiot, like an idiot. Um. <laughs> Have you been watching any of the? Somebody needs sh- to smarten him up. somebody should. Have you? Have you had time to? Oh, and also, then they showed Hawk wrestling, and uh, i dr- I never noticed that Hawk was so drunk during that match before. Like me you- either. I until they pointed it out. I'm like, holy fuck, yeah! Like, who do you think had a worse, uh, SummerSlam, uh, <laughs> for being fuck- fucked up, Davy Boy Smith or Hawk?
0: Well, Hawk, because I don't think Davy Boy Smith really got caught, but uh, as soon as they started talking about uh, that night before and the day, I'm going, well, he must have just been with fucking Davy Boy.
1: Well, Davy Boy, the rumor was that Davy Boy was with Jim Neinhart, and he was in Florida when they were doing all the crack, and then he flew over. Oh, and he okay. was hung over when he got there. I think that's what it, it was. So, that's the story that I always knew. Now, I can't confirm it with Natty Neidhart or with uh, Davy Boyd Jr. It's not the best story you want to bring up. But, you know, uh, when it comes to your dad and uncle doing crack, let me ask you this, Um, you know. (laughs) Was that Florida was that? uh... Yeah, it was in Florida, yeah, apparently. So I mean, like when you're
0: asking that and you're like, where where about, if you had a guest, were they doing the,
1: uh, you (laughs) know? Yeah, exactly. Whereabouts was it? It was in our basement. Um, the the, uh, the have you watched any of the Nine Hearts videos? The Natty and her sister are trying to be. Uh, they're trying to give the Bellas a run for their money. They're being all sexy. Oh, really? And they're oh, there's one thing where they're in, they're in evening gowns, and Natty's gonna put the sharpshooter on her sister, and they're in evening gowns. And so there's like there's practically a nip slip by Natty Nightheart in the video. Like I don't know if it's still up, but um you know, it's like oh oh boy. Like so I think they're trying to give the bellas a run for their money. Uh, they have their new Nightheart like the, the Nighthearts. They're branding themselves on YouTube and uh, you know, I'll I'll support Natty. I'll support anything that has to do with the hearts. So, sure. you know, I've already subscribed. I would, I- and I, uh, I was know. unaware. Well, it's it's out there. It's one of the many <laughs> many treats that you can discover uh, during the quarantine time uh, that we are. Okay. Out. Um, what else was I gonna say? What else was to want to talk about in the wrestling
0: world? Um, jeepers. Uh, Have it? you been doing these? Uh, oh, slightly off topic. Have you been That's doing a- the? Um, uh, the Zoom shows the quarantine. I've done okay. You yeah. Know the-
1: well, we did one for my, my sister's birthday, so we all got okay. together. My family did that, but then uh, we did we did one where um, uh, uh, like my clique of friends from that I started out with in Ottawa in comedy, uh, we all got together one uh, a couple Sunday nights ago on it, and it was a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. so but I haven't done any like any tapings or anything like that. Um
0: Right, like ones where they're just civilians are invited to Yeah, watch, I've just like, done it for fun. Like
1: but I'm supposed okay. to um I talked to Brooks and we're gonna do a crossover. So I'm supposed to do his oh, okay. show and he's supposed to do mine. And nice. he said he's getting some new equipment for his for his and he's testing it okay. out right now. But he emailed he emailed me last week, and uh, that's probably going to happen this week or next week. That I'll gonna. Yeah. I told him I told him that. Well, I wanted to do entry level because I think, you know, I've heard so many of my friends on it already. Uh, sure. You know, uh, via through you, and um, and then at the same time, I was like, uh, you know, like technically, my Undertaker story is a work story because it was my boss at the restaurant that knew him so so i can tell my undertaker story on there and then i got my van halen working backstage at van halen story where i got threatened yes. so so i got yeah i told brooke because i think when brooks had uh, matt mccarthy on uh mm-hmm. he said something about van halen concert and he was like and he mentioned something about van halen or backstage and i was like fuck i got a story you know, like I've been backstage at Van Halen, you know, so definitely I know what it's like, and uh, you know, and I saw so I sent him a message, and uh, you know, because I'm trying to get more people on the show, and uh, and sure. better guests and stuff like that. So I'm trying to uh, catch, you know, like I've been emailing a lot of wrestlers, but not the ones that all got lost their jobs because I figure everybody's pestering them, but um, right, but you know, but uh, I'm trying to get, you know, like. Uh I reached out to Ethan Page. Um right. you know, uh I reached out to uh who else have I reached out to? Uh, you know, uh, certain people. I reached out well, I sent an email to Dolph Ziggler on, on uh a message on, on the Instagram. So we're waiting, yep. you know. And we'll see what happens. If nothing happens, nothing happens. But like, you know, it's 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 the time to, you know, shoot for the you know, shoot for the stars, I guess, or shoot for the roots right or Or, or, you know, I guess shoot for the hoops because Michael (laughs) Jordan's Michael Jordan's killing it on the Last Dance. So, you know,
0: time to put the puck on the net. Yeah,
1: like I've been watching more basketball documentaries. uh, Like I've been watching. What about the Undertaker
0: documentary?
1: Well, that I only watched half of the first one. I haven't seen it all. Oh, Um, okay, okay. But it's uh, it's you guys. I think you guys talked about it where everybody just calls him Taker. Is did you guys talk about that?
0: No, no, you did I don't, didn't. I don't like, think we. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everybody just calls him Taker. Nobody actually calls him Mark. You know, it's just like I'm oh. like, oh well, I know him as Mark, so <laughs> whatever. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, I will watch it. Like, is it, is it going to be like a six piece series or is it just? How, is yeah, it just-
0: it's. I I don't know how many there are. Uh, but but it is like it's now it's every Sunday night for the next however many weeks so I think I think it's at least like four or something like well, that. Well, that's good.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: So. So a, that'll be good, in it. do you um, you still got me? What's that? Oh, I, I heard a noise. I thought I thought it might have gone again. Oh no. no. Um. Did uh? Are do you? Uh, I can't remember. Do you do you mess around with New Japan World at all or not really? Oh no,
1: I I. I... I watched, like, you know, like, uh, when the, when the, when the cards are happening, like, but really, you know, like I was all excited for last week, um, you know, I was excited to sure. break out the, 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 the track suit, to be honest, and wear it to the freaking yeah. show, but, uh, um, but you know, well, whatever, but yeah, I, I'm not fully up with new Japan, like what full, what, what's fully happening right now, but,
0: um yeah, well. I just mean that, like, so what? They, what they've been doing, which is kind of cool, is during this time where they don't have new shows, they've been adding English subtitles to a lot of stuff and having Kevin Kelly go back and call old matches. Oh, um, so uh, I know. I feel like Matt said that they put one up with like Hogan and Anoki. Where it's like almost kind of like map based for for like a good part of the match and
1: oh yeah um, but
0: it's like Kevin is t- calling it so he's sort of giving you all of the backstory and and like filling in the blanks of what was going on and stuff but so I have if you have a new an account it's worth checking out some of this stuff
1: well I have the I have all of Hogan's Japanese career so I yeah. have three DVDs of uh, Hulk Hogan's Japanese matches. And so I do have the Anoki matches that uh, that you're talking about, and yeah. uh, I heard you guys talking about it on the show. And Hogan, when he's in Japan, he wrestles like he right. drop down toe holds, takedowns, like he suplexes, like he. I wish Hogan wrestled in America the way he wrestled in Japan, because it's more reminiscent of the way he wrestled in Rocky Three. Like in Rocky Three, right. you see how many you see how move, how many moves he uses in Rocky Three.
0: He doesn't use that many moves.
1: He's got like three different suplexes, arm drags. Have you ever seen Hogan do an arm drag in a match ever? Never. <laughs> you know, it's like That's funny. but it's when you see him over the only like especially when he does like uh, a duck under and around back and then grab the guy by the waist and then bring him down. Like he's never did any of that in America except for WrestleMania five against Savage. Maybe at the start right. of that match he did it. But like the way he wrestles in Japan is totally different. And oh my god, like uh his match against Muda is great. Uh and then of course Dan Hansen and him when they get it into it over there. It's just sure. it's that's a fucking classic. I still remember PWI when they had the cover, like Hulk Hogan had to go to eighty thousand miles away to finally defend against Dan Hansen, like and I think Stan Hansen was probably <laughs> AWA champ, but and New Japan champ at the time. Like, and it's just like such a great match, and like just a great brawling match, brawling through everywhere. And uh, then there are matches where Hogan's tagged up with Iron Mike Sharp for some reason, and <laughs> you, they're going up against you know like the the Road Warriors or something like that. You know, it's it's uh, it's quite the the DVD collection I have. I also have all the Hart stuff from Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think I have all the Road Warrior matches from Japan as well. So this is
0: all uh, DVD stuff.
1: All DVD stuff that I bought off of high spots many years ago. So oh, okay. But I'm still, I still like, you know, I pulled out Hogan not too long ago and watched those matches. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I,
0: I will say, I, uh, for people who are looking for, for stuff, especially stuff that isn't on New Japan World, uh, 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 there's a site called IVP Videos, or IPB, IVP Video, something like that. You can find it. But it's like he has just like a ton of all kinds of Japanese stuff. He also has like best ofs for guys in places that aren't WWE. He's got some territory stuff. But like each disc is like, 299 and it'll have, you know, 15 awesome matches on it. And I've I've used this dude a bunch and it's like, yeah, it's
1: good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, cuz yeah. aside from that, like I have uh four DVDs of of Montreal wrestling. So I have like all of Dino Bravo stuff and Rick Martel. Like I love those DVDs as well. I'm like like yeah. I still have I still have a like a vast wrestling DVD collection. I just didn't because one time I used to um, search for Bret Hart matches online and download them all when they when they're, when they yeah. were like Frostwire and LimeWire and all that. I would just type yeah. in Bret Hart matches, and then they would come up and I'd download every Bret my Hart match that, I, that there was there. And then they said they're doing a three-DVD Bret Hart uh, compilation. And so I dumped mm-hmm. all my Bret Hart matches in the garbage because I thought, Oh. they're all going to be on the compilation. And oh, no. I get the compilation, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't have Bret Hart versus Dr. Isaac Yankum? Ah! <laughs> Why did I you throw are, it you away?
0: You know? Too much faith in McMahon.
1: I, too much faith in McMahon, even though Bret picked all the matches. But it wasn't until, like, you know, like... I, so, so now, I've always... Like, I keep my DVDs. Like, I am very... And not only that, they're on display. Because I love... A good, you know, three shelves of DVDs And everybody's sure. there So uh, you talk about Jerry Dollar opening back up Did I tell you that um, So John Dora's sister went to Memphis uh, on vacation And I said to her, are you in Memphis now? And she's like, yeah, it's my last day And I'm like, you have to go to Jerry Dollar's barbecue, <laughs> And you have to get me a t-shirt and take some pictures And she's like, uh-huh. She's like, Do I have to? I'm like, Yes, you have to. So she goes and she comes. So she comes back with the t shirt and she took pictures. But what I saw was not where that place was that he opened online or or on Instagram last night. Like, okay. That place looked way better. This place did not look. And the shirts that he had there, way better. The shirt that I have is like um, somebody took a picture and then pull, mm-hmm. and then put the picture on the t-shirt and then put a, underneath it uh, Jerry's barbecue or something like that. Okay. And it's just like it's the worst shirt of wrestling like the wrestling related oh. shirt I have. But again, yeah, he, it might be the best because it's so horrible.
0: Well, so he, horrible. yeah, cuz his place this place he's got now is on Beale Street, right?
1: Yeah. 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 I don't know what so, the place and, and that he had before, so it might have been it might okay. have been a different one. But I'm telling how you, how long ago was that? Uh, maybe about two years ago. Okay. So I'm gonna take a I'll take a picture of this Lawler shirt. I'll put it up online on the Instagram, so you people can see how uh, brutal this shirt looks like. The only other shirt I have with a picture on it that's done similar is a Walter shirt, but it's different okay. because it's Walter. There's not a lot of Walter shirts around but right. you would think that there's a lot of Jerry Lawler shirts over the years. So, um, But anyways, it's a picture of Jerry Lawler, and he's in the ring, and I can't even remember what's going on, but it's just like, yeah, I can't wear this anywhere. You know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen for a wrestling shirt.
0: He, so He's, he's kind of known for bad shirts. Is but that what he's he known? He wears them. He, well, make, he wears
1: them. He makes them. He wears them. <laughs> what, what, what? Are you Are you saying they're, they're, you have a problem with Ed Hardy shirts? You, you don't like the bedazzling <laughs> or, of the king? mm I'd rather have him
0: in a singlet.
1: You'd have uh, – yeah, exactly. Which he still wears everywhere. So, could <laughs> you imagine Imagine having a, like, you know, he's going to get a morg- a second mortgage on his house or something like that and – he shows up and he's got the jacket on with the with the with the with the shoulder threads. Yeah. Like what is that? Where yeah. you got like threads? Like Bret Hart has it on his jacket too, so it's obviously royalty. But um, right. you know, and then he has, of course, he's got the singlet on. He's got the crown. You know, he's trying to get money from a bank, and it's like king. Really, <laughs> you're a king. So I just well, the uh, best is
0: when he when when he shows up for the empty arena match and. And uh, Funk's in the ring, and he's going. You look like an idiot. <laughs> like you're all dressed up. Like you're fucking coming into a full arena. and You look like an idiot. Yeah, well, exactly.
1: Now, can we get Funk to show up at WWE shows and fucking say that? Like, <laughs> like I. That's one thing too. Is like, w- does everybody need an entrance? Really? For right. who? We know who they are. <laughs> we just put them in the ring. Let's start. And like, and I don't understand why they just. Why are they doing the shows live? Like, like you can tape the shows too. Like there was a right. a, a kick last night that Seth Rollins missed, and it did not look good, and uh, or the other night, and uh, it did not look good on Monday Night Raw. I think I think it was, and there was a kick that didn't look good, and I was like, you know, they easily could have filmed this all before, and made everything look great. Like, they can make flawless matches
0: right. if they So, choose. I think what it is, and this is a little bit confusing to me, but, um, you know, apparently in their contract with, you know, Universal and Fox and all this, they only have X amount of shows that they can deliver that aren't live.
1: Yeah, they have to be now, live shows. You think,
0: given, this, given the current state of shit, that they could possibly get a pass, but... That was at least part of the reason given why they were gonna go back and doing live, but then I was reading that they on Monday they did a crazy taping and then they were doing a crazy taping Tuesday. So it's like, well, you're still taping stuff and 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 then I see that um you see Sammy Zayn's getting stripped. So he probably was like, Fuck it, I'm not I'm not coming over there anymore. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. We'd be my guess just based on, you know, his politics. But uh, yeah, I don't. I too, you know, if if the show must go on, it seems like they could probably do it without having to do it as it happens. But
1: um, yeah, it's too bad that Sami Zayn finally gets like it gets finally gets a push, and this all yeah. happens, and you know, and I, he makes the right decision. Like you know, it's funny. You won't be penalized if you decide to stay home. We're just gonna eliminate Roman from everything, and we're gonna take Sami's belt away. You know, like right. So yeah. it's like it's like it sounds like you're penalizing them, you know. And it's like, um, so it, I don't know. But Asuka I'm glad she's the champ again. I don't think she knew that belt was in the it was in the briefcase because uh, I think they might have worked her a little bit. But um, I'm looking for another era of Asuka dominance, and I hope yeah. she starts with her and a good series of matches between her and Carrie Sane. You know. Right uh, would be a nice a nice way to start it. Um but I don't see her losing anybody anytime soon. So hopefully yeah. I love Asuka. I just want her to have a long reign. I think she's I watch her videos on YouTube. I you know, like she's just adorable Walk, walking around Vegas trying to figure things out like a video game. Um Yep. It's awesome. It's awesome. So I just uh I'm a big fan of Oscar and I want her to uh you know
0: I wanted to get it done, if I can have Yeah, break. I feel bad for uh, as happy as I am for Otis, I I feel bad for uh, Tucker. You know, because he's got to be standing there going like, "Well, here we go." You know, like I.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but, but here's the but here's the thing is like, where do we go? Like, come on, Otis isn't the smartest guy. Is he going to try to use this cash in for the for the tag titles? He might. He's not maybe. He's not the smartest guy. You know, like, he might – I can see him trying to say, bring this to Tucker and be like, we're going to cash these in. And I can see Tucker trying to talk him out of it.
0: You know? Oh, yeah. I and mean, be like, yep.
1: be like, you dude, you got a chance at the world title. Like, you know, go after the world title. You got a beautiful girlfriend. You got this. You know, but I don't know. Maybe it's going to break them up some sort of how, like – I don't know. Like Vince loves Otis, so what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, you know, like I didn't. I didn't think the 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 steps breaking on, like you know, where where like, they don't break for Nia Jax. Why are they breaking for Otis? Seriously, right? Because right. it would be really offensive if Nia Jax went through a, a a couple steps. But you know, it's not if Otis is no. It's equally as offensive. We understand you're doing fat jokes, but. You know, it's like, be a star, WWE. Fuck off. Don't fat shame, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you, you, you're so hypocritical in that manner, you know? It's like, that's the one thing that I didn't like about John Cena for the longest time was when he would come out and fat shame, uh, you know, um, Vicky Guerrero. And I was like, you're supposed to be the fucking number one guy, the poster child, the be a star, and here you mm-hmm. are fat shaming Vicky Guerrero every fucking time she's on TV. You know, and uh, drove me insane for the longest time. But then they got rid of Vicky Guerrero, so there was no more fat shaming. So I started to like Cena. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just I just don't like the the unnecessary shaming uh, and and stupid things. You know, but that Vince loves so much. But uh, sure. you know, the steps breaking. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, it's a ladder. Yeah, yeah, jeepers. You know, uh, so. We're pretty much done. We've rolled over. We're almost at an hour. We're at fifty minutes already. Uh, right on. Which is right on. Right on. Uh, what do you got? Uh, yeah. What What do you have? You have any shows coming up? No. Um, but but we do you know, know you're you're online, and you got you do have two shows coming up. Where can we find you? Tell the people they know they yeah. know where they can find. You. But tell them where they can find you, Vince.
0: Well, I've. <clears throat> Of course, we've got We Watch Wrestling Podcast every week, uh, the Monday Night Beers Podcast every Monday. You can find that on Instagram at Monday Night Beers Pod, at Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince Averill on Instagram. Also, uh, capsule com for uh, Joe DeRosa's latest LP on colored vinyl. And very soon, I will be announcing the pre orders for Jesse Pop's new record. Don't even worry about it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Awesome! Very excited, very excited for all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is all good stuff, of course. Um, yeah, you can. Hey, about me, you know where you can catch me? You can catch me on Spotify right now these days. I'm hanging out there. I have three albums on Spotify. Uh, I'm also on some some people. People make up playlists, and I've been on. I'm on a a, a pot playlist, like a pot humor. Uh, 420 playlist, I'm on uh, a stoner comedy playlist, that's what it's called I think, I'm on a uh, uh, another playlist or uh, it? it's a sports playlist, I don't know you, you go to Spotify, check me out on Spotify, uh, check, there out, you go. check out Talking Wrestling on Spotify as well uh, of course and, uh, and of course me out as well if you're in Kingston, don't go to the comedy club this weekend, I will not be there uh go online and watch me on YouTube uh, instead but don't watch everything cuz some of those jokes you're going to hear when I come back so folks thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears Vince thank you for coming on the show and uh being here and uh you know you're you're actually one of the show's top show you you've you've, you've you got good numbers on this show your episodes get great numbers <laughs> good, so, good good so uh so I'm looking forward to good numbers on this one and uh thanks for being here thanks for being a bud thanks for everything that you've done and uh all the best to you and to georgia and to the cats and uh mm-hmm. s- tell everybody i said hi down there and uh, hopefully we'll see i'll see you in the fall when all this shit clears up hopefully uh
0: i feel you dude and i thank you and it's always it's always a good time to hang out with you and talk and talk less than anything else man so thanks and i, and I will see you very soon
1: all right i love you man have a great one and uh we'll talk Love soon God. later. Man.